Podcast. Welcome back to another week of Autastic, your community's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Kirk Smith. And I'm Graham Kay. I'm back after a two-week hiatus. My computer has been fixed. So now I can join you in the podcast. Thanks for filling in. Thank you, Jill Escher, for filling in the past couple weeks. Great interviews. Um, Yeah, great interviews. I love them. Um, Podcast was a little better without me. Kind of hurt. But, uh, (laughs) you know, Uh, unions. You're irreplaceable. We've got a a good union here. That'd be something if there's a union for comics. That would never work. (laughs) <laughs> that would never work This um, is a comedian's guide to autism I've got a severely autistic son Who is now 21 Unbelievable how time flies And he graduates this week Thursday Friday, Friday he graduates And I was supposed to be there And I can't Because his home is on lockdown Because they've got some uh, People with special needs Who live there who are older who are high risk. There's a lady who I think is 70, I want to say. Wow. Which would put her That's in the high, high risk, risk group. Yeah. So I can't go see him. It's kind of bumming me out, if I'm perfectly honest. But I have a graduation picture, and he's wearing a Swedish cap. It looks like a sailor cap, but it's very Swedish, I assure you. And a white shirt, polo shirt, which I don't know how long that stayed white, but long enough to picture... So <laughs> he looks good. You showed me the picture before. He looks very handsome. He looks good. I'm going to post it on my Instagram. Yeah, do that. Uh, uh, handsome it, man. So you're 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 bummed out because you can't visit him. Are you are you still FaceTiming every day? Yeah, we FaceTime today. He has the same level of interest, which is uh, minimal. But uh, yeah, we're FaceTiming. Yesterday he uh, he was laying on his bed shirtless, and he is a hairy, hairy man. It looks like I'm making a call to a Turkish prison, but uh, he's just laying there, his gut out, rubbing his hair. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. He's very, uh, very masculine. He is a man. He's and 21. His uncle, his mom's brother, is fully bald, and I think started balding in his 30s, early 30s. So right. I think there's a chance. That he's going to be bald soon. There's a pretty good chance, I'm guessing. Pretty good. Pretty good. So uh, yeah. he's going to look uh, more manly than I am. It's going to be interesting. Well, it comes from the mother's side, right? I mean, right. you've got a full head of hair. Um, no baldness on my side, yeah. Yeah, it's tough to say where, where, where I, why I started losing my hair, because everyone in my family is bald. So, you know, it's, it's <laughs> pick your own adventure. <laughs> a fool passed down these terrible genes. But uh, <laughs> it's speaking I, uh, of family genes, how's uh, how's Peter doing his exercise genes? Peter is exercising every day. This he is one of the people that is thriving in this quarantine, as I've said before. He's doing really well, going on walks. I got him on a push-up regimen, which he is actually sticking to. He's good at sticking to schedules and plans. And now that he's got extra time, he's sticking to it. Which is good. I gave him like a what Monday, Wednesday, Friday push-up routine, which he is doing. Um, and he looks like he's gained a l- maybe a little bit of weight. I think it's just because my mom is just making him decadent foods every day. He's still living at home, right? Yeah, he's still at home. He's not back at his apartment. He goes every two weeks to put a two-week fish feeder in the fish tank. 
Um, next. Are, the, are the fish doing better or worse without him there? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> probably better. They're still alive, so uh, probably better. Yeah, no, his his birthday, my birthday was three days ago, and his birthday is on Sunday, I believe. So um, he sent me a card in the mail that was very sweet, and he called me, he, he emailed me and called me the day before to give, to give me a pre-birthday email and call, and then he... Um, did not no oh yeah then he called me and emailed me on my birthday uh, and then he called me and emailed me on my on the day after my birthday for a belated birthday email so he's he's very on it very 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 on it very, very organized. i think ha- very organized a uh, lot of time uh on his hands but i think that he also is doing it to remind me to send him a gift and remind me of his birthday Smart so kid, his is smart on son- kid. He's a smart kid. He's, and I got him this giant Star Wars spaceship, as I always do, vintage one off eBay, that he's going to rip apart. It was one of the most expensive things I've ever bought in my life. Um, they're not getting cheaper. <laughs> yeah. And it did arrive on time, which is great news. It arrived yesterday. And he asked for model railroad books with, like, train layouts in them. Uh, which I, I, I'm happy to send. So I sent those. Those arrived. And then my mother is going to do a... He usually has a, My mother usually has a birthday party for him because he doesn't have like a lot of friends' friends. So she invites the family members and stuff and people come over and eat cake and have a beer and then leave. And he just likes the attention. And that's not happening this year because of COVID. So what they're, my mama organized a, a sort of a drive-by thing where people are going to drive by and they're all going to sit maybe they're going to sit outside in chairs that are spaced out but he's going to get uh his my my like score cake chocolate that my mother my chocolate cake my mother always makes and you know as long as he gets attention and presence that's all he cares about so yeah he's I in good to, spirits he's in I, better spirits than you and i <laughs> that's not saying much no <laughs> I, I had i'm down today man are you having a tough day today yeah i don't know my energy's down and i had a lot of rich foods over my birthday and then i'm like is i uh, my heart feels weird am i do i have clogged arteries Am I, am I, my, my, my left arm is numb. And then I'm like, am I, do I have a left? Then it's like, is it just my shoulder that hurts? And then I, now I feel kind of dizzy today. And I think it's because the AC has been running all day and night. And maybe the filter net needs to get changed. Or maybe I'm just low on energy. Or maybe I was going to a couple protests and I have COVID now and I'm just going to die. So it's, it's one of those. uh, one of those exciting stuff, a lot of lot to choose from, which is good. <laughs> I hope this is a bit. I hope this is a bit, and you're not having a heart attack, and we're, we're filming it on air. But uh, no, I don't. I mean, it's been for a couple days, and I always think I have. Like ever since I was in my early twenties, I think I have heart problems, and I don't. I always get checked out like every five years, and they're like, "No, you're fine. Healthy as an ox." I'm like, "Okay." So oh, I said my heart's broken. Oh, yeah, we believe that. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's possible. It's empty. <laughs> a lump of coal. 
No, the problem is uh, your soul is not intact. That's what you're missing. No. That explains a lot. I've just been alone too long, I think. I've been alone too long in a studio apartment. I've started talking to myself a lot, which can't be good. I used to always tell my brother not to talk to himself. And now I, ha- I don't have any ground to stand on here. I, I talk to myself <laughs> more than he does. So That's a tough yeah. time. Tough time. And there's a lot yeah. of moms out there that are moms and dads who are locked indoors. And there's no summer program. Like, there's no summer program this year for JJ. Right. So he's done. There's no, no jobs. And uh, there's no summer I can't school. imagine what your parents are going through. You're doing, dealing with what I'm going through, plus you have to take care of somebody. Man, I, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I hope I, we sh- this podcast should be an escape. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but we have some, here's the thing. We do have um, a good article coming up with a lot of really good advice from uh, Harvard. There are some smart people there, and it's a lot of good advice about um, what to do with your, some nice tips about masks and everything during COVID times. I know we touched upon it uh, a couple weeks ago on this podcast, but uh, this is a, we found like a better article, a little more thorough article, has some actual concrete tips on what to do with uh, your child with autism and with regards to putting a mask on. And I don't know, I, I, I enjoyed it. Should we, should we read the article or... Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, this one is by uh, Robin Th- uh, Thom, who's a uh, doctor and a contributor to the Harvard uh, Health Medical website. My, let me make mm-hmm. sure I get this right. Harvard Health Publishing, part of the Harvard Medical School. And uh, the title is Helping People with Autism Spectrum Disorder Manage Masks and COVID-19 Tests. The COVID-19 pandemic presents new, m- many new challenges for people with autism spectrum disorder, including the pair... Uh, uh, features of autism. Uh, <laughs> let me start over. The COVID-19 pandemic has presented many <laughs> new challenges for people with autism spectrum disorder. Features of autism spectrum disorder include impairment in social situations, repetitive behaviors, insistence on sameness, especially with sensory intolerance, and makes adapting to wearing face masks and the experience of COVID-19 particularly challenging man if you thought i usually can't read sad kirk reads even worse here we go challenges of wearing a face mask mask with asd many <laughs> people with asd are highly sensitive there's to touch. blood coming out of kirk's ear right now <laughs> and the face can be especially so wearing a face mask involves many unpleasant sensations on the surface there's a scratchy texture of the fabric tight contact where the top of the mask meets the skin and the tug of the elastic on the ears. Sensations under the mask are no more pleasant and include the warm, damp smell of recycled air. Absolute the, nightmare, I would imagine, if you are somebody who has autism. I could, yeah, I could plus just a like real the, perfect storm. You're like, who's been stinking up my mask? It smells like bad breath. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> in addition the ear to, and the, oh, I mean, it bothers me. Yeah, pulling on your ears. I didn't think of that. It's true. In addition, the sensation of breathing in and exhaling air through the nose can feel restrictive, leading to concerns and worries for many individuals with ASD. While wearing a mask is uncomfortable at best, these unpleasant sensory experiences can be magnified for people with ASD. In addition to these sensory challenges, face masks also create a new social communication challenge. 
Autism spectrum disorder can include poor visual perception skills, making the odds of accurately reading another person's facial expressions beneath a mask from an appropriate social distance all the more difficult. Moreover, when viewing another person's face while they're wearing a mask, the eyes are the primary area of the face that is visible. Individuals with ASD often have difficulty making eye contact, adding yet another hurdle for them in this social communication realm. These factors can lead to miscommunications and frustrations. Because masks muffle voices, verbal communication also becomes more difficult. Fortunately, there are several strategies that can make making a mask more bearable. Okay, here we go. What to do? These are very helpful, I thought. First one, demonstrate using the face mask on a preferred object or person, such as a stuffed animal or a doll or family member. Number two, allow the person with ASD to choose among the many different fabric face masks to find the one that is most comfortable. Number three, start by practicing wearing the face mask for a short duration of time, allowing for breaks when needed. Number four, plan initial outings in low-demand environments that are quiet and calm so that the individual can experience success wearing the face mask. Number five, use a printed photo or digital photo of an individual wearing a face mask as a visual cue to wear the mask before outings. The photos can be stored close to the door or on a tablet that is easily accessible. Six, Hmm. chew gum or suck on hard candy while wearing the mask for a distraction to improve the smell of the recycled air beneath the mask. And lastly, some medical settings may have a transparent face mask. These masks make the mouth visible, says Susan Mueller of the U.S. Sign Language and English Interpreter at the Massachusetts General Hospital. Notes yeah, like what trans- about those those screens that you know that people wear that it's like a it's attached to your forehead, then it just a comes down like a windshield. Transparent face mask. Well, it covers your whole face. Yeah, it's like it looks like a motorcycle windscreen, but it's attached to your forehead. The, I think that's what they're talking about. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I think they're calling it a transparent face mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like a transparent comment, like I just had. <laughs> yeah, superfluous. Uh, notes that the transparent mask can be helpful for better communication. Okay, okay. Here now, the last part: the challenges of a COVID nineteen naso. I can't say this word. Uh, Nasofargelican or throat swab test. Have you had that done yet or no? No, I had, I had a nasal one. The nasal one that they stick in like five inches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, um, that was my party trick for a long time. I, w- I would take a Q-tip and put it in there in like, at like parties or like a bar really? straw. Yeah, I can put it really far in there. And and people would be like, oh, my God, because no one knows that your nasal cavity goes straight back like that. And now, because of COVID, that party trick is over. Another thing ruined for Graham K. Another thing ruined. (laughs) Man. It doesn't uh, pale as a comparison to the script he wrote that he lost, that he got back. I did get back. Uh, But, uh, yeah, that's a good trick. Anyway, so for my son... It would be almost impossible to get him to sit still to stick this thing five inches into his nose or four inches. I can't yeah. He's not going to go for it. But anyway, here we go. Here are the ideas. Here are the ideas of what to do. Preparing for the COVID-19 requires a, sorry, testing for the COVID-19 requires a nasofargel through the nose or 
and they call it again through the mouth tests using the cotton swab. These tests can cause distress for people with ASD due to the associated discomfort and unfamiliarity with the procedure and obviously the change in routine. The use of visual aids can prepare a person with ASD and strategically selecting a comfortable testing environment can help with a successful procedure and reduce anxiety. Okay, well, here are their ideas. Mm -hmm. Prepare for the uh, COVID-19 test using visual supports. I think this is good. Review a social story. Social stories are a sequence of pictures or sentences to help prepare for a new experience. Some people with ASD benefit from a more detailed story, while others do better with a simpler set of instructions. It's important to consider which approach will work best when selecting the social story. Both detailed and simple social stories, as well as COVID-19 testing toolkit introduction are available. Number two, watch the video. Some individuals with ASD will benefit from watching a video prior to being tested. The New England Journal of Medicine's nasopharyngeal test, I don't know, I need to figure out how to say this word, includes a simple video and illustration. Number three, consider options for where the tests can happen. Discuss the local test setting with your primary care physician, pediatrician, to determine the optimal test environment. Some people will do best tested in the indoor medical clinic because it's more familiar medical setting. Others may do better with an outdoor drive-through testing site because they may feel more comfortable to be able to wait in the car. I think that's a good little tip. And lastly, mm -hmm. when testing isn't possible, some in individuals with ASD may not be able to tolerate a COVID test even after ample, ample preparation. If this is the case, it's very important to continue to speak with the primary care physician or pediatrician about the person's symptoms and whether additional medical care is needed. It's important for parents and healthcare providers to understand why adjusting to wearing a face mask and enduring this test can be especially challenging for individuals with ASD. There are a number of strategies, including the advanced preparation, blah, 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 and they just give it a sum up. I think it's, I think it's good. I think uh, a couple of these would work on JJ. For example, the pictures showing the mask, like this is what we're going to do. He, he reacts well to that. Oh, and really? And helping, allowing him to pick out a mask is probably going to be really helpful too. Hmm. Yeah, and JJ, if if you if you if you uh, are new to the podcast, is yes severely has severe autism and is has a lot of sensory issues. A lot of sensory issues. Nonverbal. Yeah. So and okay. About well, that's six one, about two forty. So if, he, if right. he doesn't want you to stick a two cube up his nose, you're not going to stick a cube up his nose. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unless there's three or four of you, you wrestle them down. Even then, it's going to be a mess. It'd also be traumatizing for him. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. So, th okay. So, that that's good advice. I, I think that... You think Peter has yeah. it? Has he been tested? Has he been pretty careful? How's he doing? Peter hasn't thing? been tested. He's been fairly careful. Is he riding the bus still? He's not riding the bus. No way. He's staying with two 72-year-old people. Okay. Uh, so Is they're sort of... My parents are sort of the canary in the coal mine. Okay. You know, I don't, I don't think Peter has it because they'd be dead. Oh, no. Don't say that. <laughs> well, it's don't true. Say, don't say that. So it's... Peter is... He goes on walks. He doesn't really interact with anybody. And if he goes to the grocery store, he wears a mask and then comes home and washes his hands. I feel a little better about the fact that he lives in Ottawa as opposed to another place. Canada is doing very well with the COVID. And it's Ottawa pretty spread out. Like it's a huge country. Yes, but there's a million people in Ottawa. And 
you know, French Canada is not doing very well. Montreal has like three million people, two and a half million people, but they all kiss each other on the cheek, so it really, like really spread really rapidly there. That happened in Spain too, and in Ecuador. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's anyway. The Ottawa's doing really well because they have no emotions and definitely don't kiss each other on the cheek and barely hug. So, and yeah, it's, it's, they're, they're fine. They're fine. There's only like 30 cases in the, uh, out of a million and the only deaths they had were all in old folks homes. So I, 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 I am concerned, but I'm not that concerned. Like, yeah, my parents are being very cavalier with the whole thing. Like maybe a little too cavalier. Like my dad will go meet guys on Craigslist to buy a model railroad stuff for Peter. I'm just like, that can't be safe, but what are you going to do? He's a grown man. He's a grown man. I'm sure he doesn't They're take both to be grown told men. what to do. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, my brother is like fine with it. He's 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 was really 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 apprehensive about moving back with the parents and giving up his apartment, and giving up his freedom. He felt he feels like he worked really hard for that, and I think he sort of feels like my parents are going to keep him there. But as time rolls on, you know, I the other when he first moved in, he was like. Oh my! I can't stay there all of May. Okay, maybe June first I'll move out. And I talked to him yesterday, and I was like, it might not be till August. And he was like, okay. I think he's enjoying the food and the cooking. <laughs> he's enjoying the cooking. They had they had uh, lamb shank. Nice. Yesterday. What the hell is that? I had like. Uh, I had. What did I have? I had uh It's good a, that you can remember. I had a stir fry, <laughs> a horrible stir fry. I don't know how I make these meals without any flavor. <laughs> Every uh, meal I make, zero flavor. I shouldn't laugh. I'm eating a I'm eating a raw cucumber I peeled and dipping it in a lemon lemon lime. Yeah, sauce. Kirk has been eating a cucumber. I'm watching him on FaceTime <laughs> into the microphone. So if you hear that, that's Kirk, not me. I'm the one. Who There's eats no a full cucumber and also into a microphone while they're doing a podcast? Absolute psycho. It's a pandemic. This is probably going into the void anyway. Who knows what's going to happen? Pandemic. No. That's good. That's good. Right. <laughs> well, we're we fine. Everyone's going to be fine. This is we're not the end fine. of the world. This is this will. Well, I, we're over the hump. Um, we're through the worst of it. New York started to open up. Yahoo! The morgues are gone. The makeshift morgues outside the hospitals are nobody, gone. That's nobody a, died in New York this week, uh, today or yesterday. Uh, yes. And you know what else I think, Kirk? I think that we, uh, New Yorkers, New York achieved herd immunity because it didn't tell us how bad it was. Uh, and Maybe. then there was like, t- there was like two weeks where we were all riding the subway together. Yeah. Just jam-packed on a subway. No one's wearing a mask. And then everyone got it. I know like 15 people who got it and I think the rest were asymptomatic or thought they had a cold and were, you know, for a day. And I think we've achieved herd immunity because we're all like, we're all out there. Now, granted, it's mostly young people and we're all outdoors and wearing masks, but uh, protesting tens of thousands of people protesting every single day for the past 11 days straight. And the numbers have not gone up of COVID cases. They're in fact are going down. I hope you're right. I hope it's herd. I think herb, we have herd immunity. Herb immunity. We're immune to herbs. <laughs> herd, herd. 
I know I'm being silly. Um, I was uh, kind of referencing the fact that your your cooking's very bland. I have herb immunity. I do. Yes, <laughs> I have. <laughs> I have salt. My mother yelled at me. She's like, "What do you have for flavor then?" And she made me buy all these spices, but I don't think I. But they were spicy enough. Or maybe hey, maybe I have COVID. Maybe I can't taste anything. But I don't. I don't. I don't. I just have bad cooking. But uh, such a hypochondriac. Such a hypochondriac. So funny. Uh, well, yeah. what do you, uh, I think we did it. What do you think, bud? I think we did it. Um, keep trying, guys. I really think don't the worst give up. Is over. Through the worst, Kirk. You don't give up, Kirk. You're yeah, you're gonna see your son myself. soon. <laughs> you're gonna see your son soon. And you can go for a long time. Because you hadn't seen him in a long time, I guess. Yeah, and I, I asked. Today, all the comedy clubs will be closed. Well, not all the comedy clubs are closed. I'm going to Texas next week. I'll be at the. I'll be in Dallas, Texas, the seventeenth is next week, I think. And then That's I'll amazing. be headlining the Hyenas uh, in Fort Worth on the twenty seventh. That's a Saturday. Two shows. Pauly Shore's there Friday night. I'll be there Saturday night. Come see me. I might be able to get you a free guest list. I don't know. They might. I don't know what it's gonna be like. But uh, yeah. That's amazing. I can't believe Polly Shore is opening up for you. You've made it so far. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, I saw him doing a commercial for insurance on uh, Instagram. And I'm like, doesn't he own the comedy store? Because his mom used to own it and she passed. I'm like, what are you doing insurance? I don't know. But, it's money. Um, yeah, it's crazy. And I'll be yeah. posting pictures of JJ's graduation uh, on my Instagram. You can check it out at Kirksmith Comedy. Uh, for all your Instagram needs and Kirksmith comedy and all, all social media. And uh, Graham, awesome. tell us about yours. Instagram K on Instagram, Instagram K uh, and Mr. Graham K on Twitter. Not a lot of funny stuff lately, but going to get back on the horse this week. Start posting funny stuff. Got a couple videos coming down the pike that I am working on editing. Going to post them on Yahoo. there. And... Um, that's it. You right, guys, guys are great. Thank you for listening. We appreciate your support on Patreon.com. As always, even a buck an episode really helps us out. If you're Patreon. not Patreon.com slash autastic. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash autastic. And if you're not working, please do not send us any money. Save your money. <laughs> and yeah. just like, rate, and review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We really appreciate that. That's it, guys. Mm-hmm. Have a great week. You can do it.